0: Hello, and welcome to The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I'm your host, Kurt Mackison. I also moonlight as executive director of uh, NSTA. And um, last week we attended the NST fall meeting in Columbus, Ohio. Um, For those who are unfamiliar, that consisted of a couple of strategic planning sessions that we did on Monday um and then we had a unique opportunity to have an NSTA mixer um in Columbus, Ohio where all contractors were able to get together and actually network um in a relaxed atmosphere event uh, at Wolf uh Brew Company and that was just a tremendous event uh for those who attended who were able to to go and uh, see a little bit of Columbus but also talk some shop in a relaxed atmosphere um, the next day, we held our uh, board meeting and government relations committee meeting. And uh, out of those meetings, a couple things occurred. One, we're going to revive our ad hoc um, committee on seatbelts to review the NSTA position um, on that issue in light of all the pending pieces of the legislation at the federal level that are going on, um, you know, as we speak. And then also, uh, we did create a rideshare task force. Rideshare is an issue that is bubbling to the surface um, on a continuing basis at this point, and we feel that the, the organization needs to get a uh, defined um, you know, position so we can adequately represent um, ourselves, if and when legislation does come down the pike. So those were the, the big uh, newsworthy events that occurred out of our fall meeting in Columbus, Ohio. Um, so today our guest is Kim Rentner. She's with uh Tyler Technologies as their uh industry engagement consultant. So welcome to the bus stop, Kim.
1: Well, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored, you know, the uh, NSTA does so much for the industry that. I'm just so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: No, it's uh it's our pleasure. Um so why don't we just dive in and and tell us, you know, give us a little background, Kim. Uh you know, how'd you, how'd you land at Tyler? Um, You know, what's your background experience?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love sharing it um, because you never know where this industry can take you. That's what I find so interesting. Uh, Before I worked in the school bus industry, I actually worked in corporate America, if you will, um, uh, in loss mitigation for a major company. And and that was, of course, before I had children and was married and things. I was very ambitious and, you know, doing great at that. And then life sort of changed and, you know, I started having children and I stepped back for a minute and I thought, oh, man, I just don't want to miss their first steps and the important things. And so I felt kind of different about, you know, taking a little pause in my career at that time. But I still needed to contribute financially to the household. And I remember I was at a family picnic and I met this woman and she said, well, you know, why don't you be a bus driver? You can bring, you know, your kids with you. And I thought, man, I, I never thought of that. So um, pretty soon I was off to obtain my CDL and my permit and, Figure out how to do all that. <laughs> and it really was, you know, the good old days. My, my daughters grew up on the bus with me. Um, they're probably not as happy about it as I am because they'd help me sweep and put up the windows. But um, to me, it was just amazing quality time that this industry gave me and my family. And so once they were in school full time, um, you know, a little business person came back out and me and I really wanted to help. I wanted to help my community and the place that I worked for in the school district. So I remember I put together this presentation and I went to the board meeting and I had this whole presentation about, you know, I see an opportunity here to reduce some liability and come up with a training uh, curriculum that would be standard uh, to help do that. And so I gave this whole presentation and when I was done, the board members, it was like, they were silent for a minute and I thought, "Uh uh-oh. And then they just looked at me and said, where did you come from? (laughs) So (laughs) We all kind of laughed and it broke the ice and I'm like, I don't know how to answer that, but um, so they gave me the thumbs up. They're like, we really love the idea. So then I went, okay, well now I gotta figure out how to do this, right? And be successful. And what I learned is, you know, when some people say, and I think we've all heard it, that there's no secrets in the industry because we're all in it for the kiddos. Um, it's really true because I had to go out and get a free education, right, in any way that I could and volunteer my time to learn. So I went to my surrounding district and I said, can I follow your trainers? for the day and mirror them and, and see what you do to be so successful. And they were like, yeah, <laughs> you know, everybody was so nice. So that's what I did. And then I started incorporating, you know, what would work for my district, you know, tweak some things and and saw where I wanted to take it. Um, eventually my district started purchasing air brake buses. And I thought, well, if I'm gonna teach people about this, I've got to understand air brakes. So I went to the high school and I, and they had a shop class where the, uh, juniors and seniors worked on air brake vehicles. And so I said, can I come take the class? <laughs> and then again, you know, I had that look like, um, we're not sure. <laughs> Let us get back to you. <laughs> and they let me take shop class and I'm sure they thought, oh, well, this is going to be funny. But um, I I really enjoyed it. I by no means can be a mechanic, by the way, but I enjoyed it and I earned my um, certified air brake adjuster certificate and um, and I did that. So, you know, like I said, I just share my story because everybody is so willing to help and so much in this industry. You just got to get out there and you got to ask and you just never know if you can take it. And I love being able to, make a difference where I can for the kids, And that's what really led me to Tyler. I started doing everything I could for the state of Illinois. I rewrite the curriculum and put some information in there about special needs um, transportation that I felt just so important. And so they adopted that. Um, So, you know, once I did some curriculums for some different school districts and operations in the state of Illinois, I said, well, how can I make a difference beyond just my state, right, but across the states and Canada? And that's how this opportunity came with Tyler Technologies. So um, I, I, even when I share the story, I'm still so amazed at how I got here. I'm really blessed. So, so,
0: <laughs> so you know, the the old uh, uh, philosoph- philosophical statement is uh, luck is when uh preparation meets with opportunity uh and that kind of sounds like uh your your model um for success kim but the uh one question i have for you is do you still maintain your cdl
1: license I do. I actually do still maintain. Up until just this year, I was still a state instructor, and um, I may still continue to do that. The only reason I haven't is that I travel a lot, and it was hard for me to commit to my with, for my team. I wanted to do what was best for the state instructor team in McHenry County, um, and it was hard for me to commit to dates. So that's really the only reason I don't do it currently. But up until this year, I was still teaching eight hour classes and refresher courses and um and I love doing those things, so absolutely, I keep up all my endorsements.
0: We won't say we won't mention that too loudly because you know with the bus driver shortage you to drive. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you may be called into service, yeah. so we'll just be wary yeah. of, of that so, so um Kim, you did a couple uh presentations at some uh, conferences recently. Um, Why don't you take a second and describe uh, to our listeners what you covered and why the Tyler technology is so groundbreaking uh, for school transportation?
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, when we think about being a transportation driver or a substitute driver for K-12, how does that work? Right. In the past, we'd get the route sheets on a on a sheet of paper and we'd fold them in half long ways and we'd tuck them under our left hip and try to read those and watch the road and watch the kids, the 60 kids behind us. Right. Um, it's a lot. And so it's really exciting to be part of um, this groundbreaking technology and work with Tyler Technologies, who have found a way to meet this business need and increase the level of safety and service. That's what we're all always looking to do, right, as transportation directors, as contractors. The question is, how can we increase the level of safety and service always? And this technology certainly does by putting more power than ever in front of the driver, but without distracting them or, you know, having it in their hands like that sheet of paper that can blow out the window um, and all those crazy things that can happen. So it's, you know, it's an exciting time. And at the conferences, what I did was I really talked about um, what to ask when you're considering this type of technology, right? So for me, it's important to share as much information as possible because as a transportation director, I know what it was like to not know what you don't know when something new comes out. And I don't want that to happen. I want as many people as I can reach to know what to ask for, what to look for when they're considering this type of technology. So that's what I did at the conferences. I just gave, you know, what questions to ask, what things should we can all consider as we, you know, as we work with this and, uh, and roll it out.
0: And I suppose that uh, the roles you played uh, throughout your career, you know, really help you Uh, With regard to to not just developing these technologies, but also uh, interfacing, you know, with folks because you've walked uh, in their shoes, so to speak.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm not embarrassed to admit that there are times in my career where I might have purchased something and then what? oh, I wish I had considered this, you know, at the time. Uh, and I'm so passionate about, you know, I don't want that to happen to people, uh, especially with this type of technology. It's so important and it can really increase the level of safety if it's done right and correctly. And it's truly built for K-12. And I want to help everybody recognize, um, what their needs are for their business and what's going to be the best solution for them.
0: Great. And, um, now, I know that, uh, you Kim, you'll be joining us at the, uh, 2020 NST midwinter meeting, um, serving on a fleet maintenance panel. Um, and, uh, I think you're probably happy to do that for a couple of reasons, not the least of which you'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona, um, in the middle of January, uh, probably away from the cold weather of, uh, the Chicago area. But, um, why don't you, uh, talk to us about what the, uh, the fleet maintenance product is and, Um, why Tyler Technologies does a great job in helping uh, school transportation contractors integrate the technology into their day-to-day operations.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and I am very excited. Do go to Arizona in January because it's already six degrees here in Illinois. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a long winter, um, and uh, and of course looking forward to seeing everybody and um, and being on the panel is a great honor. I'm going to be focused on the panel, you know, in regards to fleet maintenance and um, the things that can be integrated for that. But it's really all encompassing, right? Whenever we look at new hardware. We already have all this hardware on our buses, right? We've got radios and cameras and things and things that have to be switched out when it comes to our agent obsolescence plan. So, you know, you've already got a lot of things to switch out. So when you're looking at devices, you want to make sure, hey, what else can this do? And that's the great thing actually about our Tyler Drive product is that it can help with fleet maintenance as well. Now, when it comes specifically to contractors, you know, a contractor is a business, right? And you want to be able to say to your clients, you know, you want to choose us because we are different, because we offer these different things. And we have wonderful training for our professional drivers. um, But we also have all this technology that you expect and your constituents expect, right? It's that on-demand world. So the parents, the people that they answer to, the public and community, they really all expect these on-demand services like we're all used to every day, right? Like Amazon and Uber and and things. And they say, well, why can't we get it for you know our school bus? And the good news is they can. Um, so it's so advantageous for a contractor to integrate all these products. And what's also really important about that and about your products integrating well, right? Talking to each other well, communicating well. Um, It's, you know, Tyler Technologies, we're an all-in-one solution. We're really proud of that because when you think about becoming forward-facing to the public, you want to give the correct information, right? We don't want to start creating calls, transportation department, certainly. We never want to be the reason that children miss classroom time. So that's where our fleet maintenance comes into, into play and what I'm going to talk about there. Um, so there's just so many benefits, like I said, for the contractor and really, you know, for the kiddos, right? Because it's, it's all about them and passing on this level of service
0: yeah and that's uh the i guess the the key word for this podcast is integration uh um but uh in, in you've been um, a very fascinating guest if folks want to learn more um you know about the technologies or about tyler technologies in general um where can they find you
1: absolutely so um TylerTech.com, TylerTechnologies.com is really easy to Google and search for, and I'm going to give out my email. My email is Kim.Rentner, R-E-N-T-N-E-R, at TylerTech.com. Now, my last name is a palindrome. So if you can spell it backwards, you got it right. So um, that's my way of making sure everybody's got the right email. Hard to do on a podcast, right? Because I can't list it, but I appreciate you letting me do that. (laughs) So so it's kim.rentner at tylertech.com, excuse me. And um, glad to help anybody with uh, any questions they might have.
0: Great. Once again, our guest today, Kim Rentner. with the palindrome last name from Tyler Technologies. (laughs) Kim, thanks so much for joining us at the uh, NSTA bus stop.
1: Thank you for having me.